Hey, what's going on, guys? And welcome back to the Jersey to Vegas podcast. This is Pete. Uh, we're very excited. This is episode number six, and I'm really excited to have my first guest here. Um, his name is Marcos Rivera. I have a really big story to tell you about him before uh, you even get to talk to him. So I'm going to talk about him first, but before we get into that, I'm going to shout out my Patreons. Patreon, Mike Kastner, as always, you always get that shout out. Karen Cleaver, Wayne Gaines on Twitch. If you haven't seen him, check him out on Twitch as well. Number one, I forgot. I can't believe I didn't say it. Greg Stone representing a shirt today. So Greg Stone is stand-up comic. Make sure you guys check him out. Also on YouTube, Instagram, whatever it is. You follow Jeriel. He's new to the Patreon. Uh, he is a... I think he's a cook. I'm actually not sure what he is, but he's a dope, awesome person. I actually message him all the time, and I text him all the time. Uh, we get into it, and uh, he's really seeing a lot of benefit out of being part of our Patreon. Um... More importantly, I got two new people, Lauren McCreesh. She's like a marathon runner, iron person. I don't want to say iron man anymore because I can't. So it's iron person. That's what she is. She's awesome. She's fast. And we're working together as well. And then finally, it is Zach Levine, who used to be my intern. I think he lives in Georgia now. But I'm re it was like one of the biggest surprises I got was getting um, a sponsorship from him. So shout out to you guys. Thank you so much for all your support. And uh, let's get started, guys. Marcos, this is the first time me and Marcos are actually like seeing each other face to face. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. Please. Uh, what, take the reins? Yeah, if I can take it. Uh, <clears throat> well, what do you want me to say? I don't know. <laughs> I could I give you. Oh, wait, I said I was going to give you a story. You're going to give me a story. I? Damn, I led you guys on and nothing. So I hired Marcos. I didn't hire Marcos. I was just looking for some nutritional help, um, and he's really great at that. Guys, he's like, you know, I've, I've had coaches before, and I might make him blush now, but, like, to not even meet someone and then get results by doing things completely opposite of what you've been taught, it, it blew my mind, you know, and then just understanding that knowledge and everything he's done, um, yeah, it's crazy because I – I never even met you before, but like I feel like we know each other. Absolutely. Only because we contact each other. He was like making sure we contact each other every week, every week, and I saw some great results. I saw some great results from it, and uh, yeah, man, it was it was an it's an honor. He reached out to me mm -hmm. uh, to be the first uh, guest on our on our podcast, number and um, one. So number one, <laughs> number one, you are now number one guest <laughs> on the podcast, and that'll never change, guys. That'll never change. <laughs> so we'll give Stamping it up. Stamping my place in history with you, Pete. Hell yeah. Um, and honestly, man, uh, when I first was introduced to, about you to, from, I want to say it was probably either Jason or whoever took the sales call when you were, uh, I think we were NC, or what were we, uh, IN3 at the time? IN3. Yeah. Um, and they're like, yep, his name's Pete. He's a personal trainer. He's from New Jersey. Go follow his Instagram real quick. And I'm like, blown away. I was like, damn, this dude has a lot of followers. Uh, and then got to know your personality so well, basically through the message that you were doing with all your clients. And it really resonated with me because at the time I was, I was coaching and also running a gym. And I was right. like, if my gym could look like that, you know, like right. you had like an eye for artistic creativity in a gym. You took a space literally like we're doing in this studio and turned it into a gym. And I was blown away. I was like, this guy has a talent, a knack for things that other people probably wouldn't see. And uh, I was like, once you started the podcast, I'm like, when you are taking guests, I absolutely want to be there. <laughs> I just want to like sit down with you, talk it out, um, get to know you a little bit better um, because I feel like our relationship actually got kind of halted, right? Because yeah. of 
what was it that happened at the time? Was it your your little one? Yeah, something with with school, I think, or or I don't think it was just everything for yeah. me. It was the whole the whole pre COVID slash COVID post COVID. I kind of <laughs> lost myself. You know, I really didn't talk yeah. to anybody. You know, yeah, you were just. Uh, you know, I think that's, and I mean, that's honestly the time where people need the biggest pickup of a coach, in my opinion. And it's sometimes it's really hard to, you know, distinguish what it is that somebody needs. And sometimes they do need to do some soul searching. It's not the right time to be working with somebody because you're still finding yourself, right? As much as I will guide clients to that realm, if you're not ready, you're not ready. And, you know, if anything, I always build awesome friendships, I feel like, especially with you. Um, and I still don't think our work's done, if I'm being completely honest. Nah, I think I, one day you'll work with me again. Yeah, 100%. 100%. You know, it's, it's, uh, you can't, you can't replace quality, you know? And it's like, you know, even coming into here, I was like, yeah, it's pretty dope. This, you yeah. know, I'm going to shout these guys out too. Las Vegas podcaster, like, it's a dope setup, you know? It is. And I was it's blown away. Yeah, it's quality. And same thing with what you do, it's quality, you know? And mm-hmm. I think it's the main thing that's really great about you is the, the, not only the personality, but, the personability is that a word i don't even know yeah. i say that a lot is that a word it is a, it is a word all right yeah, like the ability to connect with people yes personability and that's yeah. all it is you know that's that's the industry that's that's what we we yeah. do connection-based coaching man yeah man. i mean why did all your members stay with you for as long as they did yeah connection because i understand i don't give a fuck about yeah. anything except for if they're happy absolutely you know and that's what we genuinely care about at um the company i'm now working for tdp uh, yeah. the daily pursuit um Tristan and I and Hannah and all of our coaches, we are simply just trying to build a connection-based model with coaching because guess what? You can find out all this shit on the internet, but what's the likelihood that you're going to stick to everything, right? That's the difference of having a macro coach and a connection-based coach. I can give you macros and you can hit them, but if you are not willing to put in that extra work um, outside of just eating a certain way or hitting certain targets, you're not going to change your life. You're not going to be happier. There's still going to be a void that needs to be filled. Right. That's right. true. Uh, for the people that don't understand what a uh, macros is, you yes. know, I know macros is a super, super easy term for us. <laughs> uh, explain exactly what is a macro, like what's macros? Uh, a macro. So this will be the building block of calories, right? So you have a protein and a carb. These are both four calories per gram, right? Um, and then you have fats and alcohol. Fats are going to be nine calories per gram. And then alcohol is seven calories per gram. Um, basically, right, when somebody is looking at overall macro composition to make up their calories, right, um, we will break it down into those three categories and kind of based on the person, their output, you know, maybe some other hereditary things that are going on, some disease-based things that might be going on. Um, we give them an application um, and target numbers to those macros that they should be hitting for optimal health. Right. So point in case, if you have a type one diabetic or a type two diabetic, they shouldn't be eating too many carbs, that macro. Right. They are going to be higher in protein. And then if someone's very performance based, right, and has no um, comorbidity factors, I'm sure people know what that word means these days. Right. uh, After all the covid going on, Mm -hmm. um, then you might run that person with a higher carb base. Right. And so all these little nuanced things help people. create the body composition and performance that they are desiring. See what I mean, people? <laughs> Smart shit. He's so, sp- like, come on. I've been like, uh, yeah, it's protein, fat, and then the other one. But, like, that's It's, it's, it's it. literally my day-to-day from my 9 to 5 to working with the Daily Pursuit. Like, my life is 
entrenched in all the different types of models as it pertains to eating food. So I'm somewhat of an expert of it these days and have been doing this for like eight to 10 years now. So literally like as I'm in college studying for God knows what, I'm (laughs) I'm literally going to school for engineering (laughs) and then I'm like, uh, I need to make a hard pivot because the thing that I'm passionate about has nothing to do with it, but it does. Um, and then I actually switched my degree to math to get out of school and then just focus on oh, wow. really this. Yeah, yeah. As uh-huh. most people don't know that about me, I'm actually a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was actually going to say, I was like, I know you, you haven't been a nutrition coach your whole life. What was you prior? And like, you know, a little bit. Athlete, student, yeah. living yeah. off mom and dad. And oh, then yeah. um, literally my first come up was doing teaching math and nutrition coaching simultaneously. Okay. So I walked into this teaching role at a charter school here in town. Um, someone approached me, hey, I have someone that needs to teach literally four preps. So if anybody knows anything about teaching, they'd be like, you took four preps as your first year, as a first year teacher, you're out of your mind. (laughs) And I was like, well, I mean, I didn't know any better. Literally, I'm preparing four different classes, four different, you know, skill sets. It was algebra one, pre-algebra, eighth grade math, and computer science as a first year teacher. And they're like, so when people are bitching about doing one class, man, like they're just being Right. right. Um, <laughs> literally, I'm like, I'm going to take this on because if I can't, if it's going <laughs> to challenge me, I'm going to find a way to get it done. Right. right. Um, and I was also coaching people. And then I realized um, teaching just don't make any money. Right. right. I, I, I hate it. I wish teachers were paid more. If anything, my passion is probably to find a way to get teachers to get paid more because I truly value a great teacher. Um, they spend more time with my kid than I get to because I'm out working. Right. Right. Um, so I value that and I'm going to search high and love to find the best teachers for my son and daughter. Um, and yeah, so then it was literally, wow. it was part of my side hustle. And then it just kind of segued into the main it's hustle. Moved into the main hustle. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And you just said like, uh, we just talked prior to turning on the cameras, but like four months ago you jumped on with TDP. Yeah. Four months ago I was working for a new, dr- uh, the, fr- uh, the first company I ever worked for was the one that I just left. Like I was, you know, I'm just a loyal dude. I really want to help build something and, um, foster creativity amongst a group of people. And then when Tristan of the daily pursuit or TDP, um, came up to me and we had our, our sit down, our, our zoom meeting actually, uh, before I actually met him in person. Um, I just knew right away. I'm like, there's just something about this guy. Right. Right. Like the energy, yep. his mode, like the way he speaks, the way he articulates, mind you, this dude's 24 years old. Oh really? Yeah. He is. A, oh, he's a young, he's buck. a young bug. Yeah. Right. Wow. And it's like, how does somebody Right. When, when someone has passion and skill, it doesn't right. matter about the age. Right. True. It's, it's a matter of like that, that creativity, that artistic ability. And he is very much so a visionary and wants somebody that's more, you know, more math based like myself. He's right. like, I need you to be the integrator. I'll be the visionary. I think we can do great things. Right. I think it makes a good like uh, a, a model, a good business model. It's like when someone lacks in one, the other person carries them over. You know, just like any other team. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. That's that's huge. Just like I would even say with your coaching, like same thing you're saying about your, your think you were talking about it. Maybe we're on camera, maybe not, but like talking about a client how they're having trouble and like mm-hmm. you know, and you gotta be that person that kinda lifts them up, but they also have to be the people doing the work, you know? Yeah. I mean, I can't eat the food for you. Right. Right. You can't eat the food for your clients. As much as you'd want to, you wanna you literally bear an emotional toll like no other when you're doing nutrition coaching. People get deep and dark and talk about things that go beyond what you would think just coaching would be. It's, 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 I mean, think about your high school coach, right? right? If you had a true connection with your high school coach and that person really made an impact with you, 
you guys weren't talking about the sport you were playing with or playing, right? You were talking about things that were going on in your life that was inhibiting you from being the best version of yourself for your team. And uh, that's what it is. I mean, I'm literally shouldering, I won't say how many clients I'm dealing with, but a lot. Um, I'm shouldering all their emotional load all the time. I'm thinking about it. And when they are non-compliant or not doing things to a level that will help them see success, I mean, I have probably two hours worth of conversation every week with Tristan talking about how we can mitigate these things so everybody has success. And it is literally the thing that we are sh still searching for. I think every coach looks for that. Right. I mean, I'm sure you've, you've thought about that. So-and-so has been fantastic. They showed up every day to the gym this week, and then they're gone for two weeks. Right. Like, why? Why? What happened? Right. Life gets in the way. They get, you know, and, um, I mean, once we figure that out, yeah. that emotional piece to it, I think we'll, we'll be, That'd you be know, nice right puzzle. Yep. Yeah, man. That'd be a nice piece to, to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys will do it. Yeah, you know, with the amount of people you probably talk to and, and deal with, you know, like you said, the emotional part is, it's, 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 I don't know, I don't know, I want to say, I don't want to say draining, because that's like negative, it's draining, no, it's no. like, it's, it's work, you know? Yeah, it's, work. it's, yeah, it's, it is draining, but it's not like, I wouldn't do it if I didn't mind the drain, right? It is the most Facts. rewarding position in the world when you get this text message and somebody is just exuding this positive flow and like, you've been changing my life and I, I stepped on the scale today and blah happened, or I, I just measured myself and blah happened, right? All those things, those messages mean the world to a coach. And so when somebody hits you with like, I'm not happy, you're like, oh, well, I mean, you know, I only get X amount of hours or time with that person. It's like, what are, what's happening in the other 148 hours during the week or whatever right. that, you know, number is, right? Right. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. And like people like that, like they always have that question or, um, you know, what am I doing wrong? So, Real quick, like, not real quick, real, real quick, real, <laughs> real quick, quick uh, question there. Um, what do you think is the biggest mistake? I'm going to say really simple <clears throat> one. What do you think is the biggest mistake most people make? Like, you, you just got into an intake and, yep. you know, it's, you just, it's continuously the same thing, like, over and over again. Um, are you saying what is the biggest inhibiting factor for people seeing success? Yes. Yeah. Um, biting off more than they can chew right out the get-go. Mm. Everybody, there's this strong correlation between working out and eating right right? I mean, been doing this for so long, I would venture to say it's almost um, what's the, the opposite of mutually exclusive. I can't think right. of what it would be right. like. They literally go together like peanut butter and jelly or whatever your combination right. is, right? Um, when people are working out, they eat better. But at the same time, they tend to eat too little. Right. So what we deal with is what we call a restoration phase, basically a three-month period. No matter who you are, no matter how good you are at tracking your food, you start with this phase, and the secret to all of our clients' success is going through a phase that's uncomfortable, learning how to eat food and quantifying more food than they're comfortable with. So then when you start taking it away, you can do it in small bite-sized chunks where it doesn't feel overwhelming. Got it. Then they create lifelong success when they go through this process. Which is completely different than what they do now. Completely different than me selling you a result in 30 days. And so patience um, ultimately drives the success of all individuals, right? You wanted it yesterday, um, but you didn't gain 80 pounds in 30 days. Why do you expect to lose it in 30 days? Like, again, we're not trying to sell people on shit we know is not going to happen. Now, if we are delivering the goods and um, 
they are hyper responders, which that is actually more typical than you'd expect. You're adding food to people mm. um, and they're losing weight. Allah, I have one of my clients, I'm going to shout her out. Her name's Hannah, um, going through this restoration reverse plays and she's lost 27 pounds. Nice. Right? In like two, three months time. Oh, right? everyone hates her. It, yeah. <laughs> right? And wow. um, all she's, I mean, she hasn't really started. She's just now starting to work out. She has her steps in. She hits her food consistently. Awesome. She is just patient and consistent. And all my other people that are the same way, I mean, I'm just like, how do I take that consistency gene and, and pass it over to the, you know, the less compliant people? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's tough. That's tough. I know. Like, if you got kids at home. No, yeah. that's a struggle. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's great. 27 pounds? 27, and yeah. increasing. Ecre- yeah, she, uh, you know, I may have shortchanged her in the beginning, not going to lie, but, right. you know, like, make it a little bit challenging and let her see the light at the end of the tunnel. We're going to add, 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 add. I think we started at, like, 1,800 cows. She's at, like, 25. She's wow. at, like, 700. Yeah. You hear that? Yeah. You hear that, women? 25. <laughs> 2,500. Listen. Yeah. I mean, I have some other females, too, like, you know, we're up to 2,700 calories. And again, like it's, it's understanding what your output looks like and what your body can do when it comes to finding its homeostatic set point or the place in which you're not no longer, or the place at which before you start gaining weight essentially. Right. Right. Um, and that takes time, takes patience. And at least then, you know, you're like, I'm right around here. Right. It's like what everybody taught that, that theoretical, um, BMR, right. Right basal metabolic rate right right like it's a it's a theoretical number based off of you know multitude of formulas and you can go do an rmr and breathe into this tube and you know again like how good is that really depends on if it's sealed properly if it's calibrated properly there's a lot of little things that people probably don't do right because i I work in a clinical setting and i have seen people you know not do that properly um and it throws stuff off so again you have to do it through trial and error Right. Right. Scientific method. Test a hypothesis. Yeah. <laughs> right. Science. Science. Like science. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. It kind of seems like um, you're like, okay, one was 2,500, one was 2,400, one was 2,600. This, it seems pretty it's, it's individual. It's individualized. Right. I mean, when it comes to starting somebody out, right, you look at their, you look at where they're starting from. Um, I tried to work with somebody that was very eating disordered when I first started with Tristan and, um, we didn't know that she really needed like psychological clinical help, right? Mm. We thought that we could help her. I literally told her to drink half of a serving of protein. And she then texted me saying that she was throwing up for an entire weekend because she ate 50 extra calories. Like I recognize that I can't help everybody and it sucks. I literally, I'm telling the story. Like she still is impacted me, right? Right. I wanted to be able to help this person. That's generally how I operate. Like I won't want to work with somebody if I don't think I can help them. And that literally like it ate me up. That was like one of my, my first clients that she, he brought on for me. Oh wow. I switched companies and I'm like, felt like a, fu- I felt like a freaking failure. Yeah. It's not a good way to start your, your tenure with somebody. Um, but you know, again, you just have to, you know, sometimes there's, there's just different varying degrees of where people start from. Right. And different points where it, it has to be even more individualized and you might need daily help. And something that, um, you know, somebody else is probably able to, to be better equipped for. So yeah, can't, you know, there's some people you can, some people you can't, you know, and there's a place where, I guess a, a place for everything and everything has its place. Right. I don't know. Like, uh, that mentality is tough. You know, it's, uh, it's something that most people don't understand and it's, uh, it's hard to break through, you know? So I think 
you know, I think we've done, I think in the day and age of social media, right, we, we have an understanding about mental health and certain things that are affecting people. But until you are actually experience it head on with your feet in their shoes, you don't really know. Mm. And, um, you know, I just, I, I try to be um, as patient and understanding and try to learn from that person because as much as I can help clients learn, they help me learn and grow. Right. And if you don't go in the mindset that this person won't help you grow, um, then you're also going to at a loss as a coach. Right. Right. Like I'm sure you hundreds of people that you've served back in crank days. Yep. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, you learned something new that you, about yourself that you didn't even know before. One hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Just myself, you know, uh, mm-hmm. this past this past year, talk about, you know, not really. You really don't know how deep it is until you're, you're, you actually experience it yourself. Mm-hmm. And everyone that listens to this podcast understands story. Like, and I was actually, I just finished writing. <laughs> of course, I wrote a book um, during COVID, and I just finished it. Oh. Um, yeah, it's like my journal. So like a memoir? It's my, pretty much. It's my day-to-day journal of like. I'll, I'll buy your first copy. watching. I'll oh. buy your first copy once you get it published. Perfect. Uh, yeah. So you know what? Being the first guest, you got it. All right. <laughs> I, I want to. But the thing is, I want to pay you for it. Perfect. Like, Sounds I, good. I, I value what you have to bring to the table, and I understand that paying for things helps people out in many ways as well. So I don't want it for free. I want to. I want to pay you for that. Okay? I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Because I'll give everything away. I know you literally were just talking about that. I will give it away. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Anything. Take my phone. <laughs> I don't <even> want it. <laughs> I don't want this shit. Take my supreme hats, Jalen. Enjoy it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like I wrote down. It's like people would say, "What are you doing next? Like, what's what's gonna happen next when you go open the gym again?" I was like, "You don't, don't ask me, like when I'm gonna open the gym if you don't know what I went through, like closing that gym. Like, it's not that easy. It's not that simple just to open a business. Like, and people think I, I, everyone here understands that. Like, opening a business is not easy. Anyone listening, you know it. But there's some people that just like you know I want to work out so." When you open it up again, like yo, I had to write a, I had to write a segment about it. That's how you know. But it's yeah. like it's true what you said. It's like you never know until you're in that person's shoes. So it's hard to to be there. You never know until you're in their shoes, and you never know until it's gone. Mm-hmm. Dude, I mean, so um, it's a clip, <laughs> right? <laughs> I had the the fortune to work for Zach Forrest, CrossFit Max Effort, one of the one of the affiliates that he had out here when he tried to expand it. Um, and so we became very tight and close. We worked out together for the last two years. Bastard, you're chaining for the games by yourself. I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm, kind of je- I'm a little jealous, I'm, if I'm honest. Like, he's still he's still chasing this awesome dream. Yeah. Granted, it's Masters Division, Zach, so I'm going to call you out on that. Like, <laughs> you know. It's all right. <laughs> but, but, I mean, but honestly, um, everybody that was part of that community, the Max Effort community, and they went to another gym afterwards – they're like, holy shit, we did not understand how good and how much our coaches, you know, gave a shit about running the class and giving us cues and doing all these little things that literally Zach was so loved and hated for about. They're like, I love I love going to this gym for this reason, but I also kind of hate it. It right. was like, but that was the ex- that was the expectation. That was the standard. That's what we were trying to instill. And, you know, now it's uh at least it's almost it's three years. It's like two and a half years now since okay. since that closed down. And same thing. Yeah. He's like, do I want to open a gym? Do I want the headache? Do I want this? Do right. I want that? We want all those people back, right? You know, we want to be able to deliver something that 
is kind of dying, man. Like gyms, you know, Vegas, like Jesus, the, 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 the market out here, it's just bonkers. Yeah. First it was marijuana swooping in and just buying everything <laughs> out. <laughs> now it's just, I don't know, inflation. Yes. Right. Know. You know, it's crazy. And, uh, I'm over here like, man, I, I I mean, I personally miss that same thing. I want a gym to go back to and have people to work out with. Right. Um, you know, I just want motivation. Like, I'm no longer an athlete or trying to go to that next level. But, damn, I, I need someone to push me. Yeah. You know? And, you know, I, 6 a.m., it's kind of, it's, 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 it's a lonely life at 6 a.m. by yourself, man. It's funny. It's LBAC, like, here I come. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out LBAC. We'll get that partnership real quick. I live across the street from you. One of them. Which one? Yeah. LBAC, one of them. I don't know. Where, where, you, where do you live again? Um, just figure it out. Mm. Spring Valley. Spring Valley? Up near uh, Summerlin, around there. So, so it's Flamingo? So, yeah. Yeah. So I heard these guys here in Vegas do crossroads or cross streets. Yes. So Oh, I, yeah. You guys, yeah, you had numbers or block systems in Jersey, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, but we're on the corner of this and that. Yeah. Yeah, you have to know streets yeah, and I'm, direction. Uh, Flamingo and South Grand Canyon. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, actually, right my, wife, my wife used to live over there before we were a thing. That was like... Okay. Yeah, yeah, old stomping grounds. That's where I'm at. Yeah, it's um. Shout out to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, oh, we have no idea what they're talking about yeah. right now. Yeah. Anyway, so LVAC literally strategically places all of their gyms right off of the main freeway that you are going to follow. Genius marketing plan because literally, um, during COVID, depending on which day and depending on which muscle group I want to facilitate. Each one has a slightly different machine, which kind of sucks. Oh. So if I'm hitting glutes, because that was like my, I was like, I'm going to grow my ass. Like, I don't know why <laughs> I want to be like a girl right now. Um, and I was like, I need to go to Flamingo and I also need to go to Rainbow. I'm like, if I want uh, this cable machine, I need to go to Eastern, right? Oh, like, wow. literally, I have it all down to a science thing <laughs> on like yeah. what body part I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> but knowing which gym and location you're going to go to you, for that. Yeah, you have to. I mean, dude, I mean, I'm like a, a founding member, literally, when that first or second one opened up. My okay. parents transferred from 24-hour, which I think RIP 24-hour yeah. uh, here in Vegas. I think there's one left, maybe. Um, got it for, like, I still have it. It's, like, $10 a month. I'm, oh one of those people, I'm one of those people that's, like, yeah, I got my $10 gym membership. I'm never oh, letting go. They got no. me for life. I, was, it's, I, I wasn't even allowed in. Like, I went in to, like, I just went to look, and they wouldn't let me in. Oh, they will now. Yeah, I get a free pass for Friday. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's dope. I mean, it ain't, no li- it ain't no lifetime, right, but right. I actually went to the one over here that's kind of close in this neck of the woods, and I was like, I would rather go to LVAC. Like, Lifetime has, like, you know, those bougie amenities, mm. you know, for the back rooms, which yeah. I ain't going to lie. I like I like being able to know that the soap smells good. Right, right. I can put some cologne on and stuff like that. <laughs> but I'm not paying $200 or whatever it is a month, whereas, like, you know, I'm like, as long as there's a shower and it's right. close to work or on the way, right? you know, each one of the Lifetimes are just a little inconvenient yeah yeah that convenience level i never thought about that i didn't even think about that it's right off a highway always L- every lvac right off pretty genius i mean duh i mean yeah it's just like oh it's on you know you got no excuse it's right on the way home right it's right on the way to work right everything here is off the highway it has to be if you want to be a successful business it is right yeah yeah okay yeah That's, I'm so if you're, opening, it if you're opening a gym right you got to pay a little bit more but if it's right off the highway people will come right if you have to go in a little bit you're screwed. I don't know how you get found. Like, I don't know you how don't. these places There's no get visibility. Found. No. Yeah. yeah. Word I, of mouth. I wanted, yeah, that's yeah. it. I was like, Google has to be the master. Like, you have to rank high. Otherwise, you're going to get drowned in this. But like you said saturated. There's gyms everywhere. There was, I think at one point, more gyms than high schools. So, like, 55 CrossFit gyms. Now, I think it's down to, like, oh, wow. 
maybe 20. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, talk about eradicating um, small business owners, specifically gyms. I mean, you you couldn't do business for the latter part of a year. Got to the point where people were just like, <laughs> yeah. literally CrossFit bootleg. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. just, just dropped your affiliate. Price. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, yep, screw it, we're going in. You know, yep. lock the door on the way. Lock the door once it comes in. And, yep. um, I mean, everybody at that point was just like, we're sick of this. It's, yeah. it's impossible. Yeah, and that was hard. no good where you were at either. No, it's terrible. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah, people calling the cops. Cops came. Like you know, we tried to lock oh, it I down. S- yeah. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Is that you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Hey. So, uh, hey. <laughs> so yeah, man. Uh, so I, I know we're talking a lot about uh, health and fitness or nutrition, but there's one thing I, I need to know because he is a native. Vegas native. Vegas. And so here's one question is, mm-hmm. um, okay, we're from New Jersey. They'll say, hey, he's a Jersey guy. Yeah. You're from Vegas. Are you like a vegan? <laughs> vegan? Vegan? I don't know. I don't know. Um, is there anything like that? Just a Vegas local, I think, is what you would okay. probably call it. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, when you grow up and you're like, man, we got no local sports teams. I got to pick one. Kind of a weird thing. Now I'm like, my son's going to grow up and he has to be a Raiders fan. He yeah. has to be a Knights <sighs> fan. Um, granted, you know, not mad about the Knights. Like, at first I was like, hockey? In the middle of the desert? That'll never work. <laughs> sure enough, man. I mean, I don't know if you've been to a game yet, but you got to go. I it's, watch it on YouTube. Sick. <laughs> yeah. Fireworks shows, lights, like a rave. It's well, literally there's a nightclub like one of the nightclubs has a little top top floor thing. So you oh, really? Like, yeah, actually it's oh, wow. cheaper to do that sometimes than buying seats. Like you just what? you get access to the nightclub. So leave the kids at home, yeah, go to the yeah, nightclub. Yeah. Uh you literally I think it has like a happy hour, so you get some food. Um all of it's pretty pretty awesome. I mean, it's I mean, what would you expect from Vegas? Right. Like it's catered towards right. Figuring out all those little things like that. Um, so yeah, um, it's it's yeah. I don't know. Local Vegas local. It's yeah, like, Vegas local. Are you native? And yeah. Like how long you been here? I'm like yeah, 28 years. Right. Like, well, yeah. I mean, there's people that are in their in their 40s now. You know, you know your OG if you like went to school at Chaparral or <laughs> you went to school at uh, like one of the original five high schools out here. Gotcha. Rancho, right. There's so more. There's. It's the district yeah. is so big now. Gotcha. My, my parents are teachers, and everybody yeah. I work out with are teachers. So um, they're thinking about splitting it into two, like, entities now. Right? Oh, wow. Because, like, one superintendent can't take charge of all of these possible schools. So they're going to have, like, sub-districts within the district. So it's uh, that many people, that many more. <sighs> yeah. I mean, you think nice. 2 million people in the greater Las Vegas area. So, I mean, it has to be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now the Raiders are here. So How, When did they come here? Well, officially, it was two years ago. It was two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, or was it? No. I think they were going to transplant three years ago. They were officially here. Last year was the first year once they finished the stadium. Right. And, you know, sure enough, no one got to go into this yeah, beautiful. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. Beautiful stadium. I like all the, you know, you're just looking at it and on uh, watching NFL Sunday. I'm like, damn, it's majest- <laughs> it looks majestic in there. I can't wait to, like, actually get. I mean, like, I've only ever been to one NFL game in my life. So, um It'll be an experience for That's sure. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, especially if it's new, you probably do oh. it up inside there. I can't believe it. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, granted, I went to Mile High Stadium, you know, Sports Authority Field. When gotcha. I was, some of the, I was, a, I grew up a Denver fan, right? Okay. So I had to pick a team. I liked Elway, and I liked the color scheme. Yeah. I don't know why blue and orange. Blue and orange, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, now it's just like I'm like, it's kind of cool to have something to just root for, and uh, 
you know, purpose to just go to a, a, sh- a game. Yeah. You know, go, go find a scalper. You know, they got to make a living, too. <laughs> yeah. Get in there. Those are the best. You like T-shirt? Yes, please. <laughs> I don't want to pay for it inside. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I, I think I'm, I think we're, I, I, I want to know. I, I know I wrote it down, and I want to grab my phone because I was trying to remember it, but I'm going to grab it anyway. Oh. Yeah. Um, native. What if, okay. So, as a, like, for me. Actually, a transplant well, as a transplant. Is that what we call me? A transplant? <laughs> I don't know. All right, cool. I, mean, I like it. I'll take a transplant. I, I feel like, yeah, you're transplanted. Yeah, I'm a transplant. Yeah. I'm transplanted here for sure. Yeah, because I don't. Even, I don't even think I'm here yet. Yeah, like it's it's been so soon. Like I don't even. I think I'm on vacation. I'm hanging out with you, and then we go home. That's what it feels <laughs> like. You know. So it's it's very still. It's, it's surreal. Like a, yes. It's like buying a new house. Yeah, it's like a dream. Yeah. 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 It's, it's interesting. So like, I want to know what's your favorite thing to do here. What's your favorite too, <laughs> with kids and without kids. Oh, and you're man. allowed to say it on the radio or whatever else. Um, honestly, the it's tricky. Yeah, it's, I mean, as a local, you never go to the strip, right? Okay, like that. Let that be known. People used to ask, "Oh, you grew up in a hotel?" It's like, come on, we have suburbs like like every other city. Come on now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. I literally went to Nebraska to watch the College World Series one year, and that's what all the girls asked. You know, when I was like in high school. I'm like, okay, this gets old. It, you know, it's just yeah. like that cliche. Um, fun things to do. Your favorite thing to do? My favorite thing to do. I I'm I'm a workaholic, man. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, uh, things that I find great joy in is just lounging at home, and so and also working out, right? So. Um, the things that will foster the most, you know, pleasure in my life is just being around people. And then usually that kind of segues into some of the more local spots, like more local spots might be somewhere like old downtown, like revitalized areas for people because it's up and coming and there's not as many tourists there, right? Like you go on the strip, you're just like, like, well, nowadays it's like, yo, everybody's just smoking weed. Yeah. Literally you can't walk you know, three steps on the strip without smelling weed. Right. Um, everybody is just inebriated. You know, they're, they're walking with their yards. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, they're just ha- out there. Having, I mean, it's, yeah. If you haven't been to Vegas, right, <laughs> like it's a, uh, what is, um, oh, I can't think of what, what is it called? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Mayhem? It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally my owner came out here. He's like, yo, Look at this. It shows me this video. Like, this girl is just puking. Her friends, oh, yeah. are, her friends aren't <laughs> helping her. They're recording her because they're like, this will make great Instagram. Like, right. like oh, you know, Becky couldn't hang, like, right. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, there's some local spots down, like, more downtown. Um, my wife and I really love to go to breakfast spots. And there's a lot ah. of great, uh, like, local smaller places, less chainy these yes. days um, yes. that are, are awesome. Like, nice. Craft Kitchen. Okay. Um, that's kind of in Green Valley Henderson area. Um, there's this place called Neighbors over on your neck of the woods. Okay. Um, right off of... I think we just saw that. My wife said it. Yeah. Weirdly. Uh, neighbors, yeah. He goes, Take oh, there's Neighbors. Marcos told you about that. I was like, what? When? <laughs> I messaged it to you before <laughs> yeah. you, when you came yeah, out to visit. Uh, yeah, you should go there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you just got to try a little bit of everything. But honestly, ooh, they got the best uh, overnight oats, like vanilla bean overnight oats. Okay. Literally, they can sell out of it. Like, it's that good. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. Right? Overnight oats? For overnight oats. You'll, once you try right, it, you'll no. come back on here. I'm like, Marcus was right. Like, right. I'm, I'm right. talking about Vegas. Yeah. You got to get the overnight oats from neighbors. <laughs> um, co- different coffee places. I think right. that that's kind of everywhere, though, right? I heard the word Dutch. No, you don't want to go that? Dutch Bros. Okay. No. 
come on. Like, if you like sugar in your coffee, sure. Uh-huh. But if you want, like, coffee, coffee, yeah. you got to go to either, like, Mothership or Publicus or, okay. um, you know, Bad Owl Coffee. There's a bunch of, like, a bunch. A bunch of, like, smaller ones. Um, and I think that you'll, you know, you just, that's the thing. Like, our thing, the thing that I like doing now, now that I'm a little older is just finding those new one-off places right. like that, right? right? Places off the strip in older areas of towns that are becoming revitalized, right. right? That's where all the new trendy kind of things and people are like, cool, this, this, oh, the other thing you don't know about Vegas is every other place has history. Vegas just blows it up. Legit. Like, think about it. They're like, oh, we're going to implode this one. We're going to build a new casino here. Boom. Oh. Right? So every casino that may have had some history might be at Lonnie, Gram- uh, Lonnie Hammergren's house, which... I got another story. We'll go back to that in a second. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just there is no history. All the history is just kind of it, it disappears here. Oh, shit. It's just out with old in with the new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's kind of just move in. It just, yeah. So, right? Like, They're implanted. Exactly. Right? The Raider Stadium. What was there before? Well, really oh, nothing. Right? right? Boom. But now it's there, right? Right. Now, if T-Mobile needs to be revitalized and redone, it's they'll blow it up and start brand new. Right? Um, they just actually, for the Henderson Silver Knights, right? So, the whatever, like the, I don't know what division, the one, the AHL team, right? Okay. Um, it used to be the multi-gen center. Um, it used to be like the amphitheater outdoors, but if you know anything about Vegas, doing things outdoors is too hot. So they're like, they're like, let's can this. They blew that up they, and they started a brand new um, building that's going to be the Silver Knight Stadium. Oh, wow. Right here in uh, Green Valley. So, uh, right? They like, just don't care. They, they don't care. Li- well, actually, people were up out. in arms. They're like, uh... Like, no, you can't get rid of this thing. Like, we, you know, part of the bill that put that into action, um, however, like 20 years, or yeah, about 20 years ago, when they built the, that amphitheater, um, people were like, that's, you know, it's a piece of, like, culture, right? Right. You know, and actually, I have a fond memory of singing there, you know, like, um, as a kid uh, in our choir class when I was in, like, fifth grade, right? So, like, yeah, there's, so, but now it's not, it's not, like, all I remember now is it used to be this. Right. And now it's this. You have so to explain like, that. You have to explain. Oh. Yeah. So that's that's what's kind of unique. Oh. Like, um, it's not even like that in Reno. Like, Reno will keep a lot of its infrastructure in place. I went to school out there for a little bit. And, okay. um, you know, especially, like, uh, the university. Like, everything there is kind of original, and they try to keep that same theme. Out here, you go to UNLV, it's like, pff, you know, it's just a hodgepodge of buildings. You right. might be in a portable. It's like, <laughs> it's everywhere. Yeah. It's yeah. like literally like a makeshift rinky dink, like university. I was like, really? You're paying this much money to go to school? I'm going this, this much money to go to school here? It's yeah. wild. Yeah. You went to school there? I, I did. Yes. Yeah. I literally went to every university in Nevada, all two of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy shit, all of them? I was like, all two of them. Oh, all right, you got me. You That's got a big, me. It's a big state, but there's really like three cities. There's literally right. the capital, which nobody lives in it's literally right. just politicians um then you got reno and then you have some little podunk towns outside of reno and then you really have podunk towns outside of las vegas and las vegas oh wow yeah that's it that's yeah. very interesting yeah that's yeah. uh well never knew yeah you know now i do people also farm here what not in vegas uh, go no. up you go up north like literally <laughs> <laughs> you go up north about two hours um gets a little bit cooler because it's kind of a little upper in elevation okay um and people are growing um usually like hay alfalfa stuff like that right. things for, like feed for horses and or um animals but then they also have animals that they're breeding out there right i know oh. you're like really no would have never literally you're gonna go to ely and pioch so maybe you have to take a little little drive yeah um 
you know these places don't do a lot of business when they have rice in their salt shakers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to fill that and make sure it doesn't dry up. Exactly. I was like, <laughs> I literally went there as a kid. I'm like, what the hell is this? They're like, oh, it's an old, you know, it's an old <laughs> trick to keep it so it doesn't go wow. Yeah. See, you're like full of uh, information, so I appreciate it. Yeah. If you want to know anything and everything about like little nuanced stuff, I'm like yeah. chock full of yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said, like when it's like, what's your favorite thing to do here? You're like, chill out at home, my family. You know, that's what I know you as. Yeah. You know, that's it. Like, I, the same. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go out. If it is, I want to go to breakfast at some spot that's not IHOP. Exactly. You know, it's like, I want to find those places and figure out. But, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's hard to, to figure it out. So, I'll do my research. You'll do, yeah. I mean, you got to try them all at least once. Right. right. And, obviously, like, there are probably fantastic places downtown. But it is just a nightmare. Yeah. As a local to get downtown. Plus, they nickel and dime you now. It's like, it used to be free. Now you got to pay for parking. So, unless, is, is, your oh, wife, wow. is your wife working on this trip? I'm sorry? Is your wife working on this trip? No. No? Somewhere. So, f- you figure it's an <laughs> extra 15 to $20 uh, just to park your car. No, thanks. Did you used to do that in New Jersey if you had to pay to park your cars? Depends. If you're like downtown? City, it's like 50 So, in New York City, it'd be like, if you can't find a spot in the street, probably get towed or it's like 40 <laughs> 50 bucks depending on where. If I'm on the Lower East Side, I'll find a spot. I'm uh, in Times Square, which is con- pretty much downtown. It's downtown, terrible. yeah. I would never do it. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's, it's super, yeah. It. Th- I mean, this is the perfect place to do a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. I'm being honest. Like, yeah. it's, there's a lot of fun to be had. It's just, it's kind of in the eye of the, be- the beholder in that sense. Um, the one, the one thing I will leave you with, though, is apparently Green Valley has the most parks per capita, or like it's like the fastest, it's the highest amount of parks per whatever, whatever they measure it on. Um, it's like ranked number one in terms of parks. So, in terms of stuff to do with the kids, you know, now that my son is three and my daughter's all of seven weeks, right? Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, the um, the parks, man. Like right now, it's a little too hot, right? Like you, you know, um, but you do get a solid like nine months of pretty much kind of ideal weather. Yeah. Right. When it comes to like being outdoors. Right. Um, yeah. You don't get seasons. Right. You know, it's not, you're not going to look at the tree. There's, there's, there's three seasons. Actually, I should say that. Okay. It's hot. It's windy. And then it's <laughs> semi cold, like cold, <laughs> cold enough to get a warning on your car saying the roads might freeze. And you're like, nah, like, yeah, that's it. Like it's a desert. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And people were like, it gets that cold there. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing that you'll have to get used to, which you probably already figured out, when you take a shower and you get out of it, feels amazing. It will revitalize you at any point in the day. No humidity. Yes. Right? Yes. So literally, you take a 110-degree shower, you get out, and you're like, man, I feel like a new man. I'm cold. So you take a hot shower before bed, you're out. Right. Right? If you are in a place with humidity, that's not happening. You get out of the shower, you feel like you need another one. Yeah. Right? So The worst. <laughs> that was my life. I took like seven showers a day. Yeah. This is I I appreciate I appreciate that no humidity factor. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, like yeah. going outdoors and going into your pool during summer, you're like it's 120 degrees. Why are you gonna go to a pool party? Um, it's very relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. It's cold. It's it feels yeah. But I jumped out of the pool. I was like, why is that? Why am I cold? Why am I cold? Stay underneath. You know. I guess yeah. I I never put that into consideration that yeah, it's not humid. It's not humid. Um, the the nighttime temperature kind of dictates with the temperature of the pool. So unless it's heated, it can often feel cold. Oh, wow. um, so, you know, though it's a hot day, the nights are, you know, generally, you know, 80 and 90, um, depending on what, what part of the summer you're in. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's unique like that. Yeah. It's cool. 
Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Also, that's too, cool. it could get cold enough if you don't run your pool. You have a pool? No, you have a well, yeah, the yes, complex, complex pool. pool. Yeah. Um, if you if you ever you know buy a house out here officially, um, if you don't have the pool filter running at night during the winter, your your pool can freeze. Oh wow. Yeah, it's like go from one extreme to the other, and so right. it's just. You know, it's a the land of extremes yeah. in many senses of that yeah, word, yeah. right? Yeah, it's it's a dope. I'm not gonna lie, it's transplanting here. It's uh, I don't want to say yet. It's I accept yet because mm-hmm. I'm just ignorant that way, I guess. Right? But it's awesome. It's really, it's like everything I've asked for. You know, no humidity. It's hot. It does not rain. It's not like I don't like raining all the time. I don't like. like I do like rain. I don't like snow. Yeah. No, I'm not into it. I don't like. A lot of stuff to do, but there's a lot of stuff to do, but you don't have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you said, it's like, yeah, you it's, it's a 24 hour town, right? Right. Which I think that's the biggest thing is you have the, at any time of day or night, because of the unique part of this city, you can kind of do whatever you'd want. Right. right? So, um, that, that's really it. It's, yeah. it's unique like that. And, um, once you go back home, yeah, you go to another city, you'll be like, what? It closes at 10 o'clock yeah. and you can't go to IHOP and like order food <laughs> or you can't go to like, it's yeah. It, uh, I get culture shocked and spoiled sometimes when I go to back home, quote unquote, back home to my dad's hometown where it's an old steel mill town. Where's that again? Uh, he's from this place called Campbell, Ohio. Okay. Which is a suburb of Youngstown, Ohio, which is probably a little more familiar to people, which <laughs> is kind of a uh, couple hours from Columbus, Cleveland. Somewhere in between those two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, All right. Yeah, you go there. It's They don't even have a grocery store in their hometown. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you said the parks, you know, and you said you're going to leave us with that. The parks here blow my mind. Like, oh, yeah? I've only been. I think you posted about it Yeah, today? I went to Summerlin, and I was like, what is this place? Disneyland? Like, you look over, there's a mountain. People are playing Frisbee into a bucket. Like, uh, there's. Oh, Frisbee golf. Golf? Frisbee golf? Yeah. What's that even mean? Like, it's like. Golf rules, but with frisbees. If, if, I thought someone was throwing something at me. Oh yeah, and like I was yeah, getting yeah. upset. I was like, "Those guys keep fucking trying to throw a frisbee at me." Yeah. And then there's that chain thing right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> In my head, I was like amped up. Oh yeah, I'm gonna fuck this kid up. I swear to God. <laughs> and then he was just like, "Oh no, he's playing a game. He's playing a game." <laughs> yeah. Um, one actually right next to my house has uh, they turned part of the dirt lot into like a BMX or a. You know, so like with bikes, so it's called a Royal Grande Park. Okay. Um, check that one out. It has Amen. tons of baseball fields as well. Like everyone is just kind of unique out here, right? Like it's, I guess you know, uh, I guess I just didn't know because it, it was like, oh, we can go to this, this, and this park. You know, right. just kind of based off of, um, what was going on, um, growing up, and I didn't realize that that was kind of a luxury and kind of like the idea behind like Green Valley or Summerlin or these particular like suburbs is to create this place where people can go to and take advantage of for kind of free entertainment right Right. now as a dad i really do appreciate that because it's like granted in the summer i have to pay for those like ten dollar like indoor places for a couple hours and run my kid Mm -hmm. (laughs) boundless energy um but you know during the other months it's like he genuinely just dad let's go to the green park or let's go to this one let's go to that one you know he has different names for them based on the colors of the slides gotcha yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so he knows his landmarks i want to yeah. no i don't want to go to this park i want to go to that park yeah so you're I'll that's when you said that he's three right he's three yeah. yeah my daughter just said that this morning she goes let's go to the park the blue one the blue one the blue one everyone and it's the one with the dinosaurs the one yeah. with the, like ah. everything so they'll pick up on those those little nuanced differences um and it's pretty cool so. that's pretty cool oh yeah 
All right. What's our time? We good? We good? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'll wrap it up. I'm good, yeah. yeah. I'll go home, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my wife is, like, FaceTiming yeah. me. Take I'm like, it's sick? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. All right. <clears throat> outro. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was having a conversation. Outro? Uh, yeah, outro out. Yeah, that's cool. I'll, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you one more thing. It's like one, just like some leaving words, like anything that you want to say to anyone or anything, whatever. So, okay. before we leave, I just want to make sure we uh, say one thing. You know, what's one thing you want to tell the audience, the people at home? Is there one piece of advice slash legendary? <laughs> As I've already commandeered your show, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> um, parting wisdom. Yeah, it's the word wisdom for parting wisdom in terms of. Anything, uh, well, if it's easier to narrow it down, yeah, someone that's struggling in some point of maybe oh, nutrition. yeah, let's let's actually, I got a, I got a good one here. So, this last year for many people has been dark, you know, myself included, my wife included. Um, you know, she spent the better half of three months kind of feeling a little down because she's like, I don't have anything to do, I'm staying at home with my our two year old at the time. She's like, I'm over this shit, like, I need something to do. Um, fostering positivity is literally just a mindset though. Literally like the biggest thing that's probably helped me through my journey and getting to where I am right now has literally been kind of a, like almost manifestation type of power kind of, kind of idea. Um, and anybody that actually knows me and that's probably listening, that will listen to this will, you know, I'm not overly spiritual. I don't, I don't, you know, consider myself like nutritionally agnostic, agnostic and fitness agnostic and really all facets of life. Like I'm open to everything. Um, but the one thing I can say for sure is that power of positivity and framing each day and starting your day off with like a win and positivity that you can carry over is so powerful and impactful that literally it creates your own luck for you. And luck is when preparation meets opportunity. And that's what uh, I like to live my life by. Like if I'm the most prepared motherfucker then when that opportunity presents itself, I'm going to take it and run with it full head of steam. And as a result, just keep that positive mindset and life will take you wherever you want to go. That's awesome. That's a perfect way to end this. I'm really glad you said that. Yeah. Because it's true. It 100%. Is. Man. All right, guys. Well, we're going to close up this episode, episode number six. Guys, thank you so much for coming out. And again, if you haven't, uh, check out Marcos Rivera. I don't want to mess up your underscore, handle. Underscore TDP. See, he has the underscore. Be careful. So Marcos Rivera underscore, because I, I Googled you. Yeah. Some photographer kept coming up. So. <laughs> oh, there is actually a famous photographer, Marcos Rivera. Oh, is he? Yeah. So. Okay. You're not coming on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but check him out. Um, I'm sure he'll help you in any way. A lot of stuff that I read um, on his on his posts, it's very helpful, very insightful. You know, just seeing the way people have progressed. The, the um, test, I don't want to say testimonial because that sounds so markety these days. But what people say about the progress that they see working with him, um, it just speaks for itself. So make sure you guys check it out. If anything, I'll post it down in like some type of link somewhere around here or somewhere around here. All right? <laughs> so thank you guys for coming out. If you haven't checked out my Patreon, make sure to do so at www.patreon.com slash Jersey to Vegas. Show some support. Check out other people. Enjoy the community. All right, guys? I'll see you guys later. This is Pete. This is Marcos. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>